The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Weight Watchers facing some backlash after unveiling an app directed at kids. Uh, take a listen uh, to this. Weight Watchers, now called WW, says its new Curbo app is a fun and engaging way for kids between the ages of 8 and 17 to learn the basics of healthy eating. The company says it's not about losing weight, it's about being healthier. Critics say it's all about weight loss and putting too much focus on that can be unhealthy for kids. While childhood obesity is a real problem in this country, they say so are eating disorders and yo-yo dieting, both of which can lead to a whole set of other problems, especially for children. Sherry Preston, ABC News. So as you just heard, uh, Weight Watchers, or WW, says Curbo, the app, is designed to help children as young as eight reach a healthier weight. But some, as you've heard, say the app may do more harm than good, arguing that it could encourage children to develop bad eating habits. Joining us is Heidi Bates, the Director of Integrated Integrated Dietetic Internship at the U of A. Nutrition is her thing. Hi, Heidi. Hey, Jalen. How's it going? Good. You having a great summer? Are, are we having summer? Are, are, are you having? Well, okay. <laughs> have you had a good couple of months that are supposed to be summer? Yes, I have. Had it, I have, but I would like some sun, sunshine and heat would be uh, preferred anytime, please. <laughs> Uh, you, we just heard that little report, and it says, um, you know, that this app is supposed to teach the basics of uh, of healthy eating. Uh, your thoughts? Well, I mean, I think a couple things. First of all, we definitely do have, you know, we should be concerned about weight in kids because um, what we've seen is a growing prevalence of both overweight and obesity in kids that started somewhere in the late you know 1990s and has been steadily growing to the point where you know somewhere around 26 percent of kids are now either overweight or obese and that's that's a market increase from you know the 1970s so clearly something is changing and and you know we worry about that because the weight um, at a point tends to track across your lifetime so if you struggle as a kid and you you know you can't seem to get it in check then it is probably going to dog you for you know your life and so absolutely reason to be concerned um do we need an app that focuses a lot on weight loss versus healthy eating that i'm not so sure about because you know we we want kids to to eat well, be healthy, but we also want them to view food not as the enemy. Mm-hmm. Now, just you know, backtracking on something that you said there, you said um, the numbers changed rather dramatically in, in the 1990s uh, when it came to um, childhood obesity. What was it about that time that things changed? Is it fast food? Is it... Yeah, what what was it, Heidi? Do we know? Well, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's just one thing, you know, and I and I'm not sure that we fully understand actually, but I mean, we've you know, at the same time we've seen how, you know, eating at home has kind of also, you know, kind of dropped off in ways that, you know, if you think about uh, those of us I grew up in the 70s, like we, we eating out, kids especially just never ate out. No. Like it wasn't a thing. It, maybe your parents did, but kids didn't. And there was family meals and, and really basic food, I would say. Um, clearly, you know, that's not the pattern of, of today. We also have lots of competition uh, for movement where, you know, rather than being outside and playing, 
you know, we have kids participating in, in more sedentary activities where they're, mm. you know, sitting still more than they're moving, which is, that's a big change. I mean, kids used to be, like, I was just outside, literally, just before I took this call. And, and you know, usually you, it, when I was growing up, you would hear kids in the neighborhood, kids on bikes, kids outside. And we just, we don't see that as much anymore, you know? No, and, you know, we, and we joke about it. And we know it is, you know, we'd get up in the morning and head out and come home when the lights turned on, the street lights turned yep. on, and it didn't matter what we were doing. Yep. Um, as long as, you know, touch base every every once in a while. So this, um, this Curbo app um, uses something called the traffic light system. And according to the media releases that has gone on about it, um, puts uh, group foods into three groups, green light, yellow light, and red light. And it's kind of, you know, you can pretty much picture what this is. You know, green light includes mm-hmm. fruits and veggies, uh, yellow lights, um, you know, grains, dairy. And the program says we should be mindful of red light foods, including sugary drinks and treats. Um, this they say is backed by 30 years of evidence-based scientific research that this curbo, this red light, green light, this traffic light system is used in other countries. Had you heard of this before? Well, I mean, even in Alberta, we have Alberta's nutrition guidelines for children and youth, which, um, you know, give guidance to parents and also to to food service operators and schools and rec centers and and so on and it uses um, something similar where we're talking about foods you know choose most often choose sometimes that type of thing where it's it is tied to that I think you know first and foremost so I think you know parents need to realize that parents are the biggest influencer of kids eating habits yeah. way more than any app is going to be and so to me you know we need to even take a step back from there because parents kids are pretty smart like if only the kids are being asked to eat vegetables or fruits they're kind of kind of go why is if this is so good for me how come i'm the only one doing this <laughs> um you know so parents i think we have a role to model healthy eating for our kids and and you know maybe the app might be more applicable for parents to be quite honest yeah. in selecting foods they're going to serve to their children um when i read the detail about the app i guess what concerns me is you know, tying food, you know, you're grouping them. Okay, that's fine. But then tying them to weight loss, weight loss, weight loss is a goal rather than just your general health and well-being. Uh-huh. Because we don't, you know, kids come in different shapes and sizes. We don't want to ever paint the picture that food is really there only to define your body shape. Um, but at the same time, we want kids to learn how to eat well and how to choose healthy foods. And that's the part where parents can play a really important role in modeling those behaviors, talking about, you know, just enjoying healthy food and then eating together as a family. Yeah, that's a big one, and we hear that often, and it's just something that's not really done or doesn't seem that it's done that much anymore, Heidi. Yeah, it's definitely harder for families. I mean, we live busy lives. A lot of people, you know, in my work as a dietitian, will concede that their, their cooking skills, you know, they just don't know what to make. Um, we've also gotten used to really an elaborate palate or taste for food. Mm-hmm. And so if you cook at home, sometimes it seems like it just can't match up with something that you're going to order in a restaurant <laughs> in terms of the taste and so on. But even really simple things at home, um, taking the time to sit with your family, if you can eke that out as many nights a week as you can, and then showing kids you know, how to cook, like go take them shopping with mm-hmm. you, show them, talk about the food, and then... You know, and by all means, parents, you know, put put some ropes around 
foods that are supposed to be treat foods because what's happened is we've seen treat foods sort of merge into the everyday of you know like pop soft drinks at the table when people do have dinner yeah um you know, the, the really, a pop once in a while is not the downfall of the Canadian diet. <laughs> but the thing is, it's just infiltrated into being almost a regular part where, you know, other things like milk or water have been bumped out by the competitive soft drinks. So just get it out of your house, you know, probably the best first step. So Heidi, as someone who's a nutritionist, who who trains nutritionists in this province, who runs the program where, you know, nutritionists, um, you know, get, get certified uh, in, in this province, when we're talking mm-hmm. about childhood obesity, what challenges, what special challenges are there when it comes to dealing with a, a youngster mm-hmm. who, who is uh, overweight or obese? And, and, and how is that, Judge, is it the same sort of BMI thing? You know, because sometimes I think we look at kids and go, oh, no, they're just, oh, they'll grow into it, that sort of thing. Like, how does that break down? What does that look like? Well, we do use um, body mass index or BMI, which is a comparison of weight to height. In kids, we add a little other layer on that, which is age, um, to, you know, decide if a child is struggling with weight or not. Um, I think the thing with kids is, you know, we, we really want kids to focus on learning behaviors for their health and not put them in the box where, for whatever reason, they come to believe that their their weight, the number on the scale, is defining them as being acceptable or not acceptable or attractive or not attractive. Because that's the risk of talking about weight, 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 weight yeah. all the time is that. And we no one wants that because... Yeah. You know, we do have issues with eating disorders and that type of thing. Um, And so, you know, I think it it comes down again to just let's use a common sense approach here where we're talking to kids about, you know, hey, you want to be a healthy person. It feels really good to be healthy. And you get that way by eating good foods and by moving, you know, and, and get them to sort of see those things as being important. I always tell my students, you know, like we would never... We think it was okay for someone to not brush their teeth for three weeks. <laughs> and it's the same thing. Physical activity for kids and eating well for kids is the same kind of habit that we have to teach our kids because they don't know. Like, we are the role model. So we as adults need to really step up and take that on and show them and teach them, teach them how to cook, teach them how to shop. It, it doesn't happen by osmosis, you know. Is, is is there a point though? You know, here just for instance, um, I have a nephew, and he was always a big kid from the moment yep. I met him. He was like from the time I met him when he was, uh, you know, six years old. He was a big kid, and he's always been a big, big, big kid. And I saw him last week, and he's he's now a, a big twenty nine year old man, and he's just a big man um you know and 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 i think at at some point you know people are like oh you know what's you know what's you know what's going on there what's the issue and sometimes i just wonder if it's pure genetics um Mm -hmm. or is it is it something that we should have done as 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 a family when we were younger to try and curb something well i think i mean clearly we have bodies come in all different shapes and sizes and kids bodies for sure. I mean, can change at the drop of a hat. Kids go through periods where like their arms are too long for their body and then it, they seem like they're heavy and they're not. Um, you know, it's, it's the pattern over time that is really of interest. And then regard, and there will always be some people who genetically 
weight is going to be hard. It's, mm-hmm. it's, there is a genetic component, absolutely. Um, but can we get you to being the healthiest you that you can be? Yeah. Because you don't want to just throw in the towel and go, oh, it's your genes. You have yeah. no choices. You know, it's, we want people, some people it's going to be easy for, some people it'll be harder to achieve and maintain a healthy body weight. But everybody, because it's not just about the weight, it's about your health, yeah. still needs to learn those same behaviors, right, of moving yeah. and eating well. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is if you focus too much on weight, we kind of forget that. But that's what we've done, eh? We just, we focus on that number on that darn scale all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it, we, we do. And, 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 it's, and it's fascinating to see um, whether it's out there on, you know, social media, whatever. And you can have, you know, let's say, you know, uh, a bigger... Uh, uh, man or woman, and you would look at it, and people might call them whatever. But being able to finish a marathon, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. it's all of these, yeah. and it's just these first perceptions. I think sometimes of 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 people who are a little heavier that um, that that causes some problem. There's other people that are just you know idiots too. Well, about it. <laughs> well, you can, the other thing is, I mean, you can be you know, at a healthy body weight, but that doesn't tell the whole picture of your health, right? No. So again, the, the message here, rather than, you know, I, I hate to see kids getting anchored on, oh, how many pounds have you lost and testimonials of how much, you know, weight <laughs> someone has lost on a scale as the be all and end all. Um, you know, in, instead, it's really about starting to think, you know, teach kids early on that health is a valuable asset to your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Your life will be different if you're not a healthy person, you know, there's, there's things that just make it hard for you. And so let's give that the best shot that we can give you by, you know, encouraging you to be physically active in ways that you enjoy. Like we're not talking about asking kids to do things they hate just for the sake of it. And similarly, let's really, as, as adults, like let's teach kids the skills. And I mean, it's harder now for parents. I a hundred percent agree because, you know, when I was growing up, um, People just had gardens. People cooked differently. You, we lived in a different world. It is a bit more challenging for parents now, but we st- we got to fight the good fight and really get kids to start learning early on that your health matters. And and here's some things you can do to you know every even as little kids you can work on to be healthier people. Heidi, I have a couple more questions for you. Can you hold the line for just a yeah, second? For sure. Awesome. Yep. Heidi Bates joining us this afternoon. Um, she is the director at the University of Alberta of Integrated Dietetic Internship. Um, if you have a question for her, let me know at six thirty six thirty as well. I have a couple more for her. We'll get to them right after this. And so we were talking about this new app that uh, Weight Watchers has put out that is geared for kids with uh, Heidi Bates from the University of Alberta. And we just kind of, as we usually do with Heidi, uh, Heidi get into a, into a conversation about uh, health and wellness and, and weight in general. Heidi, a couple of texts coming in says, you know what, um, get the processed food out of, this is from Mark. He says, I think one of, the, one of the biggest things, if folks got the processed foods out of the house, it would go a long way to helping things out. What do you think? Well, you know what, sometimes when I'm working with um, clients or with families, I I will often do, I recommend, I call it an environmental cleanup, (laughs) because here's the thing, if if people have to crawl over, um, you know, foods that are less nutritious, so sugar, sweet and soft drinks, snack foods, and so on, to get to the healthy stuff, there's there's some pretty good research saying that we probably aren't going to do that, mm-hmm. right? So getting those foods, dietitians call those competitive foods, getting them out of the environment um, 
you know, over time, you know, probably if your family right now is, those are their favorite things, you know, gradually just committing to, you know, next time you're at your store, just don't pick up one or two. And then the next time, drop another couple mm-hmm. and replace them with things that are, you know, healthier choices. Because the reality is, like I hate to say it, but lots of times human beings are creatures of habit and we're also kind of slackers. So we want to make the healthy choice the easy choice. Yeah. And so if you can do that in your home by, you know, if you, if, you, if you want your kids to snack on vegetables, the easiest way is to have those ready to go and right front and center in your fridge, not, you know, something that is, you know, so on the weekend, spend a few minutes with your kids if you can. Just making, you know, peeling some carrots, getting them in a little bag or something in the fridge. So then when they come home, it's kind of ready to go right there. Yeah. You know what, Heidi, uh, a number of texts coming in and this one just said, love Heidi. I took a nutrition course with her um, a while back, but she's talking about cooking at home. Nutrition should be start like very early on parents, mm-hmm. even in kindergarten school, that sort of stuff. This yep. question said, Hey, it's a little off topic, but I'm curious how much V8 is too much V8 juice. Cause I'll drink like 10 liters a week. I just oh. love it. I think there's a little bit of sodium in that, isn't there, Heidi? <laughs> there is, but you know, you gotta. Here, here's my thing. You kind of have to decide, you know, what hill you're going to die on, so to speak. <laughs> so, if you like V8 and you know that it's it's got a fair bit of sodium in them, in it, then maybe that you really love that though, right? And yep. you actually enjoy it. So then you need to just commit to okay, I'm not going to shake salt on other things. I'm going to cut out some of the other, mm-hmm. you know, whole pre-made soups or things that are also pretty rich in salt so that I could maybe enjoy that, right? It's the same with sugar-sweetened things. You know, if you if you love, uh, you know, a couple cookies with a cup of tea as your it's your passion to have that, it calms you down, great. But then, you know, just take something else out somewhere else so that you can just balance it out, right? Heidi, a lot of us, um, you know, it's it's summertime and maybe you geared up for summer, getting in your summer body, all that sort of stuff. But you, maybe you've been traveling, you've been having some fun, that sort of stuff. You've yep. come back with a bit of weight on trying to get back into it. You step on the scale and go, oh, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, you know, pressing that reset button. Um, just any tips off the top of your head for those folks? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, I think a couple things. I mean, don't beat yourself up, right? It Like, life happens, and it's hard to eat when you're not at home. So then, you know, maybe do that environmental tidy. Let's get some healthy choices in the house so that, you know, if you're hungry, you're not hunting and gathering at, uh, you know, a fast food restaurant. You've actually got healthy choices in your house. And then just commit, like, okay, I'm going to be a little bit more physically active this week and next. And and because sometimes we make it so crisis-like that we almost turtle and can't be good at it, where if we just slow down and go, okay, I'm talking about health for my life, yeah. not for the next five minutes. So what can I do? That's uh, that's a great way of putting it, Heidi. You know, just, uh, you know, add some more. What, yeah. You didn't you drank beer for three weeks no have some water now hi <laughs> right. always love talking to you yeah thanks nice for talking to you today thanks forward, for having me yeah looks forward to talking to you again soon okay okay thanks so much bye-bye, bye-bye. That's heidi bates joining us uh this afternoon and uh yeah and actually that last question was yeah partially for me because i did step on the scale this morning and went oh my gosh that was apparently a good summer at least in the eating and drinking department